Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are having a very fun conversation with the woman who actually officiated my wedding. Yes, I know some of you forget that I'm married because I'm always getting offers for marriage online, but I am married and I got proof Janice married me. Not me, she was officiated my wedding. <laughs> I got proof, it's true, it happened people, even though a lot of you don't believe me, it's true. <laughs> so tonight I'm gonna to be speaking with Reverend Janice Kreisler about what what is the divine feminine? The divine feminine is a pretty vague, mysterious term that you probably hear floating around. You've probably read it in a few self-help books, you've probably read it in different things on history. And the cool thing is, is it's a it is so vague in that there are so many definitions that we can have a really cool conversation about this because there's so many different ways to approach it. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Janice before we jump into this conversation. And for those of you who are listening and you'd like to jump in and you have questions like, I don't know, my whole life I've never felt like very feminine. How do I do that? And you might have that accent when you call us and that's cool. And by all means, call in, have questions. We love that. So who is Janice and why am I speaking with her? Well, one of the reasons is I was uh, interviewed by Janice just recently for International Women's Day, as Janice has been an organizer of an event in our town, our town of Mamra, for I think it's like 11 or 12 years now, but I'll let Janice uh, confirm that for me. Um, 10 years? Um, well, it since actually years. about eight, yeah. It, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. It's longer, involved, but... <laughs> right? Yeah. Now it's called Women in Wellness, so it had yeah. a name before that because I think... You had some events going for International Women's Day before that as well. So mm -hmm. I think Ziva was two the very first time there was an International Women's Day event in our town. And uh, so Janice has always been all about community and also all about um, finding different ways to, to bring people together. And that is one of the definitions of divine feminine is somebody who's looking to create community and the energy of community creation, nurturing and women in wellness kind of embraces all of that. So who better to talk to than a woman who's actually created events that are dedicated to this. So over the past 15 years, Reverend Janice Kreisler has been using her intuitive gifts, experience and training as a certified hypnotherapist metaphysical minister, Reiki master, author, and meditation facilitator to hold space for those seeking balance of mind, body, and spirit. Janice has always had a passion for supporting women's rights at home and in the workplace. Women in Wellness Expo is her most cherished event, which is held in celebration of International Women's Day today, people, and it brings together amazing women in the holistic and wellness services every March. 
which is a place where they can meet, chat, learn, and support the divine feminine. So there's actually a lot of interviews that Janice did over the last months that have been going out this week. For those of you who'd love to see those interviews with the different holistic practitioners um, doing different things like ranges from people who do body work, energy work, uh, writing books, making jewelry, and even things like uh, people who make different things like uh, soaps and stuff, right? So there's a really wide range in that, uh, in that work. And we can actually link you in so that you'll be able to find all those interviews. And you can find that actually on Facebook through Women in Wellness. And I think you can find it on YouTube as well. Is that right, Janice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's on my channel that I have um, for Mindful Journey. It's on there too. Okay, so look for Mindful Journey on YouTube and you'll be able to find all the interviews there as well. So whether it is taking part in the online workshops or private sessions via Zoom, you can listen to Janice's guided meditations uh, through her Insight Timer and weekdays on Facebook by reading her books, Make It Happen in Sally's Closet. And I have to tell you that a couple of years, I think it's two or three years ago, Ziva, my daughter Ziva, won this really, uh, this really cool basket of things from Janice. And she had like incense and the make it happen book. And there was like, I think there's some cards or something in there. Anyway, Ziva turned it into her altar, which is still in her room on her thing. She's got her make it happen book sits there with, with her incense, which is, is like gold. So it sits there and it gets burned occasionally, but only when the house feels really weird to her. So that's cool. It's very, this is very specific uses of these things. So, so uh, she, yeah, she said that since she was like nine or 10. Mm -hmm. So you're never too young to make it happen. That's for sure. So if you're thinking of gifts for people and you're thinking, I don't really know what to get, you know, even if it's a, a, a child, you'd be surprised. Kids are into all kinds of things that would shock you these days. So they're actually looking to create greater in the world. One of the uh, things that I didn't mention that is being offered is that for anybody who's buying uh, one of the audiobooks of Janice's from Sally's Closet, she's actually offering 50% of her proceeds to Three Oaks Foundation um, and the Sexual Assault Center. So Three Oaks Foundation is is for our Tri-County area. And I'll let you talk a little bit about that, uh, Janice, so that people know where when they're investing in your audiobook where this money will be going. So I want to welcome you and say thank you so much for being my guest after all these years. It's amazing. I don't even know how it happened that we haven't had any conversations yet. So thank you for coming on. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Yeah, I guess it's just because we know each other and, and you're we uh, that's what I really enjoyed about this last month when I was interviewing all these wonderful people that have taken part in the women in wellness. It was really a chance to get to know them better, how they got into what they do, what they do. And because really, when we have the event, everybody's so busy that often we don't have that chance to uh, really get to know each other a little better. So but thank you very much. I really am looking forward to tonight. Yeah, me too. What what I really liked about this year's event, I mean, I, I really love the in-person events. It's like the thing that I really love bodies and being able to be with bodies. <laughs> but what I like about this one is that it's like it's never ending. So these interviews are going to be available 
in a month from now or mm -hmm. six months from now. So if you're listening to this program um, right now, this is March 8th, 2021. But if you're listening to this in like 2024, you can go to the Mindful Journey site on YouTube and you can still listen to these interviews. Hopefully we're all still alive that have been interviewed, but you never know, right? We'll just go, yes, we're all going to be alive. We'll be so, here in spirit if we're not. That's right. We'll haunt you after that's you listen right. to us. We'll find you. There you go. <laughs> so Janice, what is it, um, when I invited you to be on the show, actually, when you invited me to have a topic to talk about, and we came up with the the topic that was the reclamation of the divine feminine. And then as we started getting talking on the interview, it was like, let's just talk about this because we're talking about this forever. So what had you go, yeah, this is what I, I really want to talk about this for an hour with Melitza. Why? Well, I can talk about just about anything for an hour. <laughs> uh, but I think um, I think I realized on my own personal journey that um, it was coming to understand the divine um, energy that um, within us all uh, the the concept that our soul if you will has this balance of masculine and feminine energies and getting my head past that it's man woman thing that it that's more the qualities that make up the divine energy and that acceptance of that in our life um, I think growing up as I did, um, I was born in the late 50s, but, you know, I, I say grew up in the 60s and 70s, you know, when you kind of get in your teen years and things, was right when women's lib was going on and the realization when I went to get a job that um, I wasn't going to get paid the same as a man and, and those sorts of things were just the attitudes towards uh, women um, as far as you know sexual assault went and you know she must have been asking for it and why was it different for me than a guy and and then why is it that if a woman had a lot of um, strength and power that somehow that was frowned on and we've come a long way with that we have a long way to go too but in the same flip side of that if a, if a man was passionate and kind what was wrong with that you know so I started to get my head wrapped around it's it's more the energy. It's this nurturing energy that's the divine um, feminine. And then we need that in our lives, uh, regardless of gender. It's really not to do with that. And um, I can see where that's so important. And if we want to make change in this world, really, it, it's got to come back to accepting that. It was at one time in the world. And uh, somehow that got lost. And that's a whole other story. <laughs> but um, it's time to bring it back, but bring it back, balancing with the masculine. It's, it's okay. And actually, that's what we should, I think, aim for is to have that balance in our life, in all aspects of our life. And I, I had to kind of work through that myself to understand my path I was taking and um, to realize that it's okay to be a strong woman. And you don't want to lose the compassion and kindness to be that way, you know. So that's kind of what got me into this. And I'm still working on that, you know, to to work through all that and with other people as well. So when you talk about working on that, what does that look like for you? What are some of the things that you do as a practice to invite the energy of the divine feminine? Oh, meditation is key for me. Um, and that's one of the what kind of got me started on my path was, um, well, I 
way back in the day when I was growing up, I grew up in a, a Christian household that we, we had our prayers every night and said grace at every meal. And, and it wasn't a rigid um, kind of thing, but it was a meaningful thing. It was, uh, you were to, and I was always raised by my uh, mom that God, if you will, was neither male nor female, but this perfect blend of both. She was kind of ahead of her time and her thinking, I think. Um, and so that helped me that way. But then I expanded into meditating where I took that time to really listen, to really feel for myself. I like to feel the energy. And so to me, having a meditation practice is very important to help me get to know myself, to get to know um, my purpose and how to how to work that into my life and that feeling of being worthy to receive the divine energy as well and not feel as though there's something wrong with that because there's still part of my subconscious mind. I was raised in a church where God was always referred to as the father and a masculine energy. So to accept a divine energy in, there's that little, just, there's still just a little tiny piece in there that every once in a while will come forward and say, what are you thinking? You know? So I just say, be quiet, <laughs> go away <laughs> and, and start working through it a little bit more. Was but there ever a time makes- when you were first sort of, recognizing that there's this energy as your mom was like well it's neither and you're saying that there's still this kind of niggly voice that goes on in your head like it's this thing and so was there a time where you you just through your through your self-discovery that you started to realize that there was maybe there was something that that had actually created that belief in you that had you go okay well other than the upbringing is there something more that that contributed to that belief that you were able to then change that does that well, question I, make sense to you uh i think okay. <laughs> um um i i guess i just as i i started to open my mind up to other ways of thinking and and other belief systems uh, when it came to that. Um, And I think that's the one thing I had to do was to be okay with thinking outside the box and talking to people, listening to people, not in a judgmental way, but, and to be okay with asking questions because I had a hard time with that for when I was growing up to um, feel as though I could ask questions about things um, because usually I was just told that this is the way things are and you don't ask questions, that somehow that was wrong, which was not a good thing for me because I always ask questions. Uh, my mom w- would say that I drove her crazy as a kid because it w- I'm one of these why kids, I guess. But I always wanted to know why. And it wasn't because I was finding fault with anything. It was just, well, why do you think that way? I want to find out why you think that way. And, and, and then when I finally started asking myself, what is it you believe Janice Chrysler, what is it you believe, not what someone told you to believe? And so then I realized I didn't have an answer for that. So I had to start um, what they say, soul searching. So I really did. In my meditations, I would, I just worked at opening my mind up to the endless possibilities that are there. And one of the things really that I have learned so much from since I started this path back in 2005, when I started Mindful Journey, through the people that I've met, 
I'd like to think I helped them, but they have taught me so much by sharing their stories with me. And I've really learned that if you can sit and listen to people with an open mind, hold space, that you not only help them, but you learn so much too. And I could see that in people that there was this usually a struggle to bring that balance of masculine and feminine into their life on some level. And um, so I just really, for myself, just started to look more into that. And it came as well through, like for myself, I believe in, in past lives. So I had some things that came through there that explained a lot of these fears and these doubts. And, you know, so, and I found that with other people as well. Past lives can get us for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, um, for those of you who are like, "Well, how do I know if I've got a past life?" You could actually contact Janice because she does hypnotherapy and she can take mm -hmm. you through that to that. Yeah. So, that is an option. We're going to be heading to our first commercial break. So, you're listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So I know usually we talk about all things like getting down and dirty on the show, but guess what? If you can't connect with the divine feminine and the divine masculine, you're not getting too down and dirty. No way. So we're kind of getting to some fundamentals here today, especially with uh, what Janice was talking about meditation. Heck, if you can actually be in your body and be present, which you hear me talk about 100,000 times a show, that's key because mm -hmm. guess what if you actually notice your body you can have fun with it but if you don't even notice you have one what are you going to do 
you're going to bump into things. You're going to get bruises. You're going to feel weird and you're going to get sick and you're going to be kind of discombobulated. Right. So um, meditation as Janice was talking about was what got her in touch with the divine feminine for her. So everybody's got a way. Um, for me, I did it through movements. I needed a lot of movement in my life. So I danced from the time I was like four till I was 19 or 20. And then um, then I did other dance, like goddess dance. And then I did martial arts and I did all kinds of things that invited my body to movement in different ways. And um, still to this day, when I feel disconnected, my first thing to do is like dance like nobody's watching, but also I like to dance folklore. Yes, folklore turns me on. So I will put on some old school Serbian folklore and bus moves like there's no tomorrow because it makes me happy. <laughs> and then, you know, the family's like, oh Lord, here she goes. She's got the Serbian music going. Yes, I do. It's not the sexiest dancing people, but it's definitely connects me to my body. So everybody's got their way. You got to find your way and you got to start to look at that and start to choose more into it, right? So if you're feeling like this is a really uncomfortable topic and surprisingly, there'll be people that are listening right now who are thinking that divine feminine is an incredibly uncomfortable talk topic. But if I were to talk about blowjobs, you'd all be like, this is so comfortable but you won't even connect to the energies that we're talking about. So let's make it a little deeper instead of just like the level of those bodies coming together. And you know that I'm a big fan of that pleasure is 99% energetic and like 1% physical. But if you can't connect to that 1% physical, you're not gonna feel it. So we're gonna get into that more today, um, even if, even if Janice is like, what did I sign up for? I'm a reverend, damn it. She's making me talk about all kinds of stuff. Hey, I'm a metaphysical one. Anything. That's why that's <laughs> I'm <true>. okay. <laughs> so true. So in your life, can you just give us some examples of how the divine feminine, using that in your life and inviting more of that in as a daily practice, has actually improved maybe relationships or your work? Like how, what is it actually, how has it benefited you? I think again, just understanding that it's in with it's within everyone, and so I, I just love the one word Namaste. God in me recognizes the God in you, and you can say that like whether you mean that to be the divine energy or if you want to put a label on it. I'm like you; everything to me is energy, and when it comes together and we allow it to come together, magical things can happen, and it does start with how we think about things that's why for me meditation is has become so important because if I start feeling all flustered and stressed and I just take those breaths and start to remind myself that I am this divine um, feminine energy and I'm also this masculine energy I'm just this one and um, I'm worthy I think that's for me that's what came into a lot of it was I didn't realize that I put myself down a lot when I was younger and it was actually my husband that pointed that out to me he says why do you always say that about yourself and I thought it was just joking and then I realized you start to you start to believe that and um, like to a lot of other people I was coming across as a strong person very confident but inside I wasn't um that ego was saying you can't do that why would you want to do that and girls don't do that <laughs> all those kind of things that you maybe were brought up hearing or something and um so i decided you know i'm gonna 
grab a hold of that goddess there. There's a lot of energy and a lot of real strength in that. And the more I kind of actually read about different cultures and their goddess energies and what they represented, I thought, yes, I'm onto that. I can do that. I want to get that breastplate and that <laughs> and that sword and not really hurt anybody, but I want to get that strength there. And it's okay to be nurturing. And um, we need that, you know. So I think, unfortunately, like when you see where I talked about, you know, in the 60s and 70s when women were trying to get, um, equality in the workplace and struggling with that it was like they were trying to act like men mm-hmm. only better to get in there and when really they just needed to bring out more of the goddess energy and be who they truly were and I mean you need the masculine in there too and some of the men needed to have more of that divine energy in there and soften up a bit it's okay to cry it's okay to hug your children you know and I'm so glad to see that in a lot a lot more now with the um, the guys coming up when they see you know young men with their their babies taking care of them and all this sort of thing and I know that might sound kind of weird but it it just showing me that you know times have changed and attitudes towards things and I think that's great it's not about being a man or a woman it's allowing these energies to flow through us and I think when you get that perfect balance that's when you find that pure unconditional love because it's not a competition anymore. And I don't know if that even answered your question, but anyway. (laughs) Uh, Well, right at the very end, you said, and then it's not a competition anymore. And I think that's a very interesting energy because there, right there is where we've had on the planet for millennia, there's been a war between the feminine and the masculine trying to, you know, suppress one or, trying to validate another one. And there hasn't been a lot of acknowledgement of both simultaneously, right? So it's when we get, when we move past the, the whole, that, that war, that warring energy that's going on or trying to prove, like we gotta prove we exist, you gotta work harder. Um, I know that my mom talks about, you know, she had me in 1975, but, you know, growing up, for her in the 60s and then getting her first job she was just telling us about well she loves telling stories about oppression because she's like all about that like and then this happened to us back in the day um <laughs> and she has good ones and they're all true and one of them is that her in her very first job in she was 20 some years old 23 or 24 years old 23 i think uh, she was not able to get her own bank account without having a man sign for her and to this day that enrages her when she thinks about it she's ready to just go slaughter the world so i can relate yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing yeah. yeah so you had in the, what year was that for you janice like well i had my late 70s or well no before that like uh, when i uh my first job would have probably been around 1970 and um i can remember i worked i was a teenager and i was working with same place my dad did and he was telling me you know as a parent now, I could see I'd probably give my kids the same, you behave yourself because it's my reputation, you know, <laughs> and mm-hmm. all of this. But then I remember him saying to me, well, you're very lucky because you're going to make the same wage as these other people there. I was doing housekeeping. So I was cleaning the, in my head. I'm cleaning the same toilets as all the rest. And why wouldn't I make the same as them? And then he went on to say about how men make more money than women. Well, that got me because I never even thought of that. <laughs> and I said, well, why would a man get more for this job than me? 
well, he's got a family to look after. I says, well, what if I had a family to look after and I didn't have a husband? Well, that got a whole other topic, <laughs> you know, to go into. But that was a mindset. And it was kind of like, I didn't need to get paid as much because I, you know, if I got married, I'd probably be staying home. And I can remember having job interviews where I was, uh, I was young, like, you know, and I was young when I got married, but I went in to this one and they said, so how old are you? And blah, blah, blah. And so you're married. How are you going to get to work? <laughs> Who's looking after your children? Are you going to have any more children? And it was in nothing to do with whether I was qualified for this job I was applying for. It was all to do whether I was going to go off having babies and things. Wow. And did my, what does your husband think about you going to work? Hmm. I imagine he's going to be glad we have some more money coming in the house, you know? And these would be totally um, but, unethical questions nowadays, right? Like you, if you right. ask that from HR, you'd be fired. Instantly. And yeah. uh, so like I, you know, I was just actually a few years ago when I had this conversation with my husband, he's, he's very supportive about this, but he just honestly said, I said, I understand it, but I don't understand it. Like what the, you know, and I said, well, let me put it this way. So I said, when we were exactly the same age, I said, when you went in for a job, did they ask you what your wife thought about you getting this job? Did they ask you how you were going to get to work? What if your children were sick? Were you going to stay home with them? since they didn't even ask me if I had any kids or anything I said exactly and I said there was a lot of people didn't get jobs because of that and I worked in a place when they found out this woman was pregnant they fired her so you know like you said thank god we you can't get away with that now although places do try to in different ways but yeah, yeah it's just a whole different and knowing that going in for that job you weren't going to get paid as much and on all that sort of thing just infuriated me <laughs> so infuriates was, me. yeah so I was and still the, you know I had a couple of years ago so here I am 60 years old I'm going in we're to get a car and I've worked since I was 12 I think at something and so I wanted I said to my husband because usually he does all that kind of stuff but I said I want this car to be actually in my name and me do it all I said I know it doesn't matter to either one of us but it does to me and so I went in there and I wouldn't, they wouldn't give it to me until they had all his information too, even though I qualified for everything yeah. for a loan, you know, it didn't, it wasn't an, oh, he looked at me and he could tell I must have had smoke coming out my ears. 100%. And, and as soon as I got out of the car, he just kind of sighed. I think he knew it was coming and I just vented all the way home. And I said, and I'd always, and I'd reach over, and go, I know it's not you, dear, but you know, and then I just give it, you know, and it, and it just isn't right. I said, at, at my age, I said, that's stupid. Absolutely stupid. But anyway, when my husband got a car a few years ago, they did not ask what my income was or the fact that I was the homeowner and he was not at the time. That was not even an issue. No, because I didn't qualify. Right. Yeah. But, but you had to act, like, this isn't it funny like this still goes on and it, that just annoys the crap out of me we're yeah. supposed to be in a new millennia people like this is not this is this is insane in my mind that my these are things that my great grandmother would have gone through that why is this still happening today but that's a whole other angry conversation that's, that's a whole other women's rights thing but <laughs> yeah and uh for those of you who are like oh no she's going into women's rights i won't listen to her anymore you don't it's okay. You can stop listening if that really bothers you. I actually had a few people do that. Um, when Z, when I put that, there was a post I put up for my daughter, wrote this incredible thing. I was just like floored by what she wrote. So I put it on social media. 
And I had a few people who actually unfriended me after, you don't actually believe what your daughter said. I said, fuck yeah, I do. And I support her 100%. So if you have an issue with this, don't talk to me. I'm good with that. Don't need you. <laughs> well, I think what's very important, and I know we're probably getting off a bit here, but when it comes to like women's rights, actually the movement that, that women have had for the over 100 years trying to get equality, it isn't just for themselves. It's for everyone. It's not just women having rights. It's everyone having equal rights, having equal pay for equal work and the right to, um, that they're the ones that uh, looked into um when children were being abused in the workforce, um, they stopped that. And, you know, the long hours and all this sort of thing for working. And if it wasn't for those women taking to the streets and fighting for those rights, those rights affect everybody. So I think that is the divine energy because it's that nurturing, caring energy that they want to do what's right for the family, for the people. Um, masculine energy is great, but it's more of a get in there and fight and it's more for me. But this one, the nurturing part of the divine energy is for everyone's well-being. So I think that's why we need to really bring that part out because we've pretty much proven that a lot of the masculine energy, the fighting and everything else is not going so well for the world. So it's time to switch gears a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I totally agree with that. We're going to have... We're going to stew and ruminate over these thoughts and <laughs> so I meditate for three minutes while the commercial's on. <laughs> so, um, actually, Janice, when we come back from a commercial, would it be fun for you to take uh, the listeners through like a, a, a short uh, meditation so they can know what is it like to tap into the divine feminine? Sure. Awesome. So uh, everybody, you are listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices and Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, 
Join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. We are having a conversation today about the divine feminine with Reverend Janice Chrysler, who is the Reverend who officiated my wedding. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you who got to witness that on Facebook, you were lucky. It was on video and my dress ripped. It was very romantic. And every time we discuss the wedding, that's the first thing that my daughter brings up. Remember how you ripped your dress? I'm like, you got married that day, girlfriend, but the dress was very important to you. <laughs> so <laughs> give her credit. I mean, it was funny. So <laughs> what, um, what I asked Janice for just before break was because Janice takes, uh, Janice kind of known in our area as the meditation lady. So she held meditation classes. She does them at events. So I would love it if Janice could share a uh, meditation for tapping into the divine feminine with us here for International Women's Day. How fabulous is that? So if you're driving, maybe do this when you stop driving and go back and listen to the podcast or the recording. But by all means, just enjoy her voice while we do this. I'm going to tap into the meditation. So I'll be closing my eyes. And so if you guys are all looking at me like, what's she doing? She's sleeping. No, I'm meditating people. Okay, go ahead, Janice. Take it away. Okay, we'll just do a short one here. And uh, for those of you who haven't meditated before, no tools required just your body and your mind so just close your eyes and take a long slow deep breath in through your nose and then slowly exhale through your mouth feel your body relax you're made to relax when you breathe like that breathe in deeply again and as you exhale feel the muscles in your body relaxing and letting go. Take in one more long, slow, deep breath. And this time as you exhale, be sure to drop your shoulders, feel your muscles soften, and let go. Bring your awareness inward to your breath. Be aware of its gentle going in and going out at your own rhythm. We don't take time enough to even recognize our own body, how it feels, how it moves, how it breathes. You may even wish to say to yourself, I am breathing in, I am breathing out. You can use that as a mantra. With every exhalation, your body becomes more relaxed, more at peace. Bring your awareness to the very top of your head. And as you exhale, imagine that breath moving down your face, the back of your head, and all the muscles there relaxing and letting go. On your next breath, your exhalation moves down your throat, your neck. Feel your breath move across your shoulders and down your arms, your hands, and your fingertips. 
letting go. Being aware of how your body feels, but not trying to do anything, just allowing the breath to relax the muscles. And you bring your awareness down your chest and stomach area, letting all the muscles there relax. Bring your awareness to the top of your spine, and as you exhale, it moves all the way down your spine, spreading across your back, your lower back. Allow your breath to move down your abdominal area, down your thighs, into your feet, and letting go. Now, feel your connection to the earth by imagining that your feet are planted firmly on the ground. You feel the warmth of the earth and the softness of the grass beneath your feet. There are roots coming out of the bottom of your feet going deeper and deeper into the earth. They go to the very center of the earth and wrap themselves around a beautiful orange topaz. And now when you breathe in, you draw up this orange light up the roots of your feet, up your legs, and they settle in the energy center, your sacral chakra that's located just below your navel in your reproductive area. And this beautiful orange light warms that part of your body. Man or woman, it awakens within you the divine energy because this energy center is about creation. And that creation can be doing those things in your life that bring you joy, that bring you happiness, that define who you are. Maybe you haven't sensed that in a while. We call upon the divine energy to awaken within us. As we ask ourselves the question, who am I? Who am I? We get so busy in our lives that we don't even realize if we're talking words that are our truth or is it the truth of someone else? Are we doing a job or living a life that brings us fulfillment or is it what we think we should be doing? Allow now for that orange light to warm that part of your body, to awaken that energy center, to awaken the divine feminine within you. And then begin to breathe that light up through your body, allowing it to move through every cell of your being. Accept it. Welcome it in. The masculine doesn't have to go away. Just step to the side and allow the feminine to come up. As it moves up your body, awakening the other energy centers, it does so with love and compassion, helping you to feel who you really are, a beautiful being of light and love, who has chosen to come to this world in this body. This is our vessel. This is how we explore ourselves and the world around us. 
feel it, and love it. And just see that orange light moving all through you. Feel comfortable with it. It might feel strange at first, but just allow yourself to let this flow through you. Allow it to nurture you, to comfort you. Give you permission to be yourself. And just breathe. And now, is there something that you want to create in your life? A new project? A new train of thought? See it in your mind's eye as if you've already accomplished it. Or at least say to yourself, I am open to allow new and wonderful things into my life. And that may be difficult at first, but the more you do this, the more you will realize that you create your reality. And part of creating that reality is to let go of judgment, is to allow that divine feminine to flow through you. And just breathe. And know that after this meditation is over with, you have now opened up that sacral chakra. You've opened up It's like opening a door up and letting the divine energy in. And allow it to work through you. And give thanks for that. Now just bring your awareness back to your breath. As you did in the beginning, take a long, slow, deep breath in. Making you aware of your physical body as you exhale. Breathe in again. And exhale. Now, if you're comfortable in doing so, do with your next exhalation, do the sound of OM. The OM is a sound that represents all of creation, that perfect balance of masculine and feminine. As you breathe in, And then just open your eyes, feeling relaxed and knowing that that will still move through you. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you, Janice. We're all going to be at Mellow for a few minutes while we (laughs) head to our last commercial break. And we're going to have follow this conversation up with some tips and tools at the end of this. So definitely stay tuned. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? 
Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com now back to the program welcome back sweet pleasure seekers today's conversation is about the divine feminine with reverend janice chrysler and if you missed the last segment you're just chopping chopping on or jumping in with us right now uh, you missed a meditation that you can absolutely go back and listen to in uh, the podcast form on all the recordings through over 250 different places that you can locate this so how fun is that and we have a few minutes left uh, before the end of the show my one of my thoughts is i'm wondering how is what are some things that people could maybe be aware of as like we'll call them like maybe like warning signals to go, hey, wait a second, I need to tap the divine feminine right now because I'm something's lacking. What are some things that they could be aware of? I think the biggest thing or one of the biggest thing is when our ego gets chatting too much because it's the one that tends to bring us down. Not that we don't need the ego, we need that for certain things, but when it gets ruling us more, that's the one that says, that takes away our confidence, what makes you feel that you're worthy of this, what makes you feel that um, you can even do this, uh, what will other people think, and it's just like, whoa, I, I am worthy, I do need these things, and to me, that's where the divine feminine comes in, she's the one, she's like that nurturing, that nurturing mother, that perfect one uh, that you know is always telling us how great we are and how we can do anything we put our mind to and so we when we find ourselves going down that rabbit hole of negativity that's when we need to put on the brakes and and allow ourselves to really connect with ourselves to feel that love inside ourselves and um, appreciate it and know that we're worthy of it damn it <laughs> you know it's um there's nothing wrong with feeling that you're worthy of these things. I think too often we've maybe grown up or we've thought for some reason that it's a vain thing to feel that we're worthy to have things in our life and to have joyful things and to be creative and, and all of that. So I think that's one of the signs is if, again, if the ego starts taking over too much and you find yourself really doubting yourself a lot to stop and do a meditation where you connect to yourself and um, what is it I desire? What are my truths? Those are great questions because so many times we're living other people's truths and we don't even realize mm -hmm. it. So starting to explore like, what is my truth? Mm -hmm. uh, we talked a little bit about this on the interview you did with me too, with the question of like, what is the divine feminine to me? Mm -hmm. What is that? So those are great tools, meditation. Some people are like, well, I just can't do that. So what is it for you? This is, 
all of these things will come into play. And believe it or not, uh, you know, when I, I think when I started meditating, I was, I was about 16 or 17. And at first uh, I did it, I did it with friends and we would light a candle in the house in this, we would pitch a tent in the basement. And we had this, we called it the duck of truth. It was a duck candle and we lit it and we would meditate <laughs> with the duck of truth. <laughs> and um, at the time it was just kind of like a corny fun thing to do. We didn't really see it as like valid. Uh, it was just fun thing. We heard about meditation stuff. We heard people mm -hmm. could like levitate. So let's try this, right? And then it actually became a practice. So you might even take it as a joke at first and it can actually become a daily life practice. Sometimes it's those things that you do take as jokes that you start to find out that you actually really like and you enjoy. And it's like dancing like a fool and then you find out you actually really like dancing. When you don't take things too seriously, it can be a lot more fun, that's for sure. The divine actually, feminine is fun. It is fun and it's, it's okay to... We don't need to take ourselves too seriously, but we do. We're the only ones that can answer those questions. And it's amazing how uncomfortable people are. And you mentioned this at the beginning, how uncomfortable people can be when you start to ask those soul questions like, who am I? What is it I desire? And what is my purpose? They don't. I think it's because they don't have the answers. and They don't want to think about it. But everything we do in our life revolves around how we answer those questions. So and that's. So when someone does say to you, well, well, what's the divine feminine to you? And they go, well, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, think about it. What would that be to you? <laughs> you know, and yeah. um, it's those kind of conversations. And and I mean, I'm going to probably go over over it a little too much is that I can be watching a commercial on television and, and it'll somehow twig something in my head. Nothing to do with the commercial, but it'll be, you know, that just got me to thinking. I did that one night and my husband turned the television off and he says, OK, where are you going with this? So he knew I was in for a conversation, but I like that. I like to kind of look, I like to have fun, but I like to also kind of look at the deeper things, you know, what's going on in your head or what's going on in my head. There are a lot of deep conversations from a lot of shows, I'm sure coming out these days. Uh, I find, uh, I can find, I find I can get inspiration from a lot of things and sometimes uh, they create show topics or they create other things in my life so being an observer like you were talking about Janice like kind of watching people listening to them can give you a lot of inspiration to create your life for sure mm -hmm. we have 30 full seconds left so I want to remind everybody to go to uh, to check out Janice's website which is mindfuljourney.ca and she has lots of different things on there you can get recordings of her um, meditations you can get her book you can get uh, she's she makes incense too I don't know if you sell that on your website no I don't sell though no. yeah. okay lots of stuff <laughs> you can person. get that in person from her though <laughs> so thank you so much for being on Janice and uh, we're gonna have a great week next week so stay tuned in and turned on thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. the pleasure zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.